In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. How many times have you forgotten something? We forget things all the time. How many of you have forgotten your phone, your wallet, your cell phone, your keys? How many times have you forgotten your password for an online account? Or have you ever walked into a room and completely forgotten why you were there? Have you ever tried to introduce someone and you forgot their name? That happens to priests a lot. Or even worse, have you ever forgotten an anniversary or birthday? We forget things all the time. But what if, what if you forgot something much, much more important? What if you forgot who you were? What if you forgot your identity? I don't mean a situation where you're suffering from a mental health problem like amnesia or Alzheimer's, but a situation where you are suffering, when a person is suffering from a spiritual and existential problem in which you have forgotten who you are in the most fundamental and deepest sense. In other words, you have forgotten the person you know and believe yourself to be. This is what happened to the young man in today's Gospel reading. The prodigal son left his father's house and went into a faraway country and after experiencing everything that that world had to offer him, he was still not satisfied. But since he could no longer pay that, the things that that world demanded, he lost everything and was left poor, alone, and forgotten by others. No one would give him anything. When he comes to his senses and decides to return home, he even forgets that he is a son. And in his humility, he wants to come home, not as a son, but as a servant, as a slave. He's forgotten himself. He's forgotten that no matter what he has done, no matter how far away he went, he was, and still, and always will be, a son. That was his identity, which cannot be taken away, no matter what he may have done. But what happened to the prodigal son also happens to you and me. We can easily forget who we are and where we belong. We can act and think and feel one way while we're here in the church, but as soon as we go out those doors, we can act differently and forget who we are. Sadly, when we do that, we lose the grace that we received.
during the divine liturgy. Not only do we forget who we are, but there are other forces all around us who are constantly trying to convince us of who we are. If you're a child in elementary school science class, public school, you will be taught evolution and that basically you are just a very intelligent and nice looking monkey. If you turn on the TV, every commercial is trying to tell you who you should be like, what you should look like, what car you should drive, what phone you should own, what you should eat, and what your political views should be. Even the news shows and media nowadays are constantly pushing a message, an agenda, of what you should believe to be normal and good, no matter how weird, unnatural, and ungodly it is. And if you don't, then you're not normal and you're not good. As the prophet Isaiah said, woe to those who call evil good and good evil. The spiritual person is given the gift by God to have discernment and maturity to see through all of this madness and these lies and deception of the devil. He or she will understand and say, I have to protect myself and my family and my loved ones from this evil. I have to follow God's law and not the laws of the godless. I have to obey and humble myself before God and please him and be accepted by him instead of obeying and pleasing people and hoping to be accepted by them. If I know the truth, I must live in the truth. I will not be so easily brainwashed by whatever society is promoting. I will live in the world, but will not be of the world. I will not allow myself to be reduced to being simply an animal whose only purpose is to eat and drink and die. I know I have a calling, a purpose, to rise up and transcend from this meaningless existence that will end in a casket six feet underground. So I must remember who I am and reclaim my divine and eternal identity that came not from this fallen world, but from the heart and mind of my God, the Holy Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, who knows me, who has prepared a place for me in paradise as a son and a daughter of the great King, a holy and beloved member of the eternal church. I am someone precious and loved and valuable. I will always be a stranger in this world because like the prodigal son, I'm returning home to my father's house. And the journey back to him is through my broken heart. That moment I remember and realize who I am, how much I've sinned, 
how much I am loved and forgiven by Jesus Christ, but also how little I love him, how little I remember him, how infrequently I speak to him, how little I trust him, how little I believe in him, how much I still need to change. That's the broken heart that God will not despise. The journey to my father's house is a road full of tears and struggle of repentance. Yes, I will stumble and fall on the way, but I have to get up, confess my sins, and keep going forward because there's nothing for me where I came from and nothing behind me except the filth of the pigs. In just a couple weeks, we will begin this journey. It is the journey to Pascha during the period of Great Lent. It'll be a time for all of us to awaken and remember who we are. To really embrace the struggle of the spiritual life as Orthodox Christians. If we've never fasted, now we can try. If we've never gone to confession, this will be our chance. If we've been selfish with our money and time, now we can help the church and do more for others. When we enter the struggle of repentance through prayer, fasting, confession, good works, forgiving others, forgiving ourselves, only then only then are we truly alive, truly ourselves, standing honestly and authentically and completely before God, no longer as strangers without an identity, doing meaningless things in a meaningless world, but as a people with a purpose, with a calling, with an identity, the people of God the holy people of God, as we say in the liturgy in just a few moments, the holy gifts are for the holy people of God. That's all of you. Beloved and holy people, forever in the embrace of our crucified and risen Lord, Jesus Christ. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.